When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. I think this might actually work. Savage. I don't know what it is, but you're, actually, you're you're really close to your microphone now. I can super hear you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be. I'd say yeah. Oh my God, PJ, we managed it. I did not think this was going to happen. Well, well, I obviously haven't a clue what is happening. Right, that's very, very true. Um, well, first things first, uh, hello and welcome to Dublin's. Oh yeah, 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 look at start of the course, yeah. <laughs> um, first things first, I'll say happy birthday. Oh, thanks very much, yeah, yeah. What a fucking shit show of a time to have a birthday in. I swear to God. <laughs> Like, what a load of bollocks was that lot, was. Like, I thought everybody said, everyone was like, oh, it'll be amazing having a birthday. And people are so, so that didn't happen. No, well, I love birthdays regardless. Like, no matter what happens, I'm always going to have a good time with a birthday. Uh, but, like, you wait right. seven years to have a birthday on a Saturday. And it comes in a fucking pandemic. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The Saturday night. You wait seven fucking years to have a Saturday night birthday. And then it comes and nobody's allowed out of the house. So all I got to do was go for a walk and then just, you know, celebrate myself. Which sounds dirtier than I mean. I mean, I mean, this reason yeah. take on my own. <laughs> Celebrated yourself yeah. by just staying at home. Yeah. Um, and how are you? Uh, like yeah. in general. That's a. Fu- I was only laughing today. I was thinking the, the last time we did a podcast, right? It was before any of this shit show had started. And one of the things yeah. I said in the podcast was, oh, there's a bit of crack in the coronavirus, isn't there? Fuck me. What a stupid thing to say. <laughs> it's the literally the most no crack fucking bollocks that anyone's ever gone through. <laughs> Like what the? It's fuck? Re- it's really strange because we we I think we have like a bit of Nostradamus in us because we've mm. like mentioned things that like they're never going to happen and then they happen like our like our last podcast together without the Rosbone going out was like us taking the whisk going red alert we're all goners that was what it was called yeah <laughs> I know and now everyone is a goner oh it's my a fucking god inappropriate one isn't it yeah I know it um, is. so you're good in general because you're, you're obviously you've changed the breakfast show is now on from 9 till 12 uh, which eight. I know I think was a very clever or 8 to 12 8 to 12 yeah it's a lot of content that's the same as ever it's always been 4 hours it's just a, 2 hours later if you know really, what I mean really it just seems it seems more laborious when it's going on till 12 o'clock in the day yeah yeah I suppose but I'm still finishing the same time I normally would I don't know how that how that, that is oh worked. Yeah, but someone said... Because you're like, I'm out now. Yeah. Jeez, I'm very hot all of a sudden. Jesus Christ. Right, um, okay. But yeah... Uh, Standard you. Yeah, it's, so, it's, so it's mental, like, to be honest. Um, like, everything's so Have you different. been stopped going into work? No, I'm like, dying for a checkpoint. Going, you, I, you... I was came up to one checkpoint and they waved me through. I was raging. I was but I, The one bit of crack you can have now is getting stopped at a checkpoint and having a decent <laughs> excuse to be at it. And they fucking waved me through. Talk, talk to, have you a letter? I do, I have a letter. I have a letter and I have, like... A laminate, no. Uh, yeah. No way. I do. Did you yeah. make that yourself? No, I did make it myself. We're a very responsible adult in there. I don't know who it is. Where did you get yeah. a laminate? Uh, just because to show it's definitely you're the person in the letter, I think. Well, no, but like, what is the laminate? Oh, like, it's what just is a it? Little like? thing that says classic hits on it. That's all it is. 
You know, oh, like, right. that's all. Literally, just a, that somebody that somebody somebody in the office made and laminated. Yeah, we all have them. Uh, so you can prove it to you. Oh, right. That's in the letter, if you know what I mean. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're yet to be st- we got stopped last Sunday. Yeah, and well, what were you doing? Why, why were you out? Were you out for a good reason? Yeah, no, what we, we were in our two kilometres, but we went up to drop just to say Happy Easter because, like, obviously our our mams live really close to us, but it was just it was too cold and too wet to bring the kids on their bikes. So we just drove around the corner and we got stopped. And um, yeah, so uh, Joey was like <laughs> to the guard, she's like, where are you going? There, she was really like, it was very severe. She's like, where are you going? Uh-huh. And Joey was like, oh, my mom, my mom is cancer patient. So I was like, I can't believe you just like told the, doc- told the guard that your mom's a cancer patient so that she kind of was like, oh, go on then. Um, but then on the way back, Oshim was willing to give away one of her, um, one of his Easter eggs to this guard, but she was gone. She missed the goods. Yeah, I, that'd probably be seen as bribery. I can't imagine that'd go down well. See, there's all there's trouble in Kildare or Wicklow, is it? With all the people dropping snacks into the guards. They're not allowed to accept them anymore. Because it's seen as Why? being like a bribery. Like, you know what I mean? It's like you, you could end up getting favours for Easter eggs. You know what I mean? That They're afraid <laughs> that guards will turn a blind eye. Because they'll be there. There's, to, be there that's Suzanne Cain's I used lad. to get favours for drinks in yeah, I used to get favours for drinks and coppers and flanneries back in the day, but they were a completely different thing altogether. They're long gone. There's not going to be a pub open in Ireland this year. I'm saying it now. I'm calling it now. There won't be a pub Give open in Ireland this over. year. Give over. Not at all. Not at all. I think there will. I think, I think July or August they'll open, but I just think the way that we're going to do everything is going to be so different. I don't. Uh, do you really think that? Do you know what I mean? How are they going to open the pub? You can't have people locked in doors for... July or August, right? So six months or four months locked indoors, and then the first thing you do is open the pub and let them all get pissed in together. Uh, like, there's, there's no way, there's no fucking way it's going to be allowed to happen. The, the, like that's we'd be back to square one recipe for disaster overnight. Everyone get pissed and say, "Ah, oh, sure, it's just that one night, and we be back." And I fucking that one has the virus and all. And anyway, everyone go mental. There's no way there won't be it's a like pub the open schools. this year. Not a hope. I'm praying for the schools to open back up. Yeah, well, they- just for even even June, I'd like um, I'm even if they went in for an hour or a day in June for two reasons. One, because my son will not cope with like what he thought. So, Ushi, my kids thought that they were on midterm break initially. Oh yeah. Then they thought they were on Easter holidays because I'm not because Ushi would be able to cope. And now he's just through the medium of YouTube because they've both got American accents because um, they've been watching so much YouTube that he came in this morning and went, what's the coronavirus? And I'm like, well, it's taken five weeks. So we haven't done too bad that he, he only realized that now. But he doesn't like change. So him leaving his junior infants class and then going back in September to a new teacher and a new class and being in senior infants could literally rock the boat. So just for my own personal reasons. Oh, I'm geez, like, yeah. Yeah, you know, I know. For the child who doesn't like change. And also just for me. But I'm, maybe the crash will open so I could get rid of one of them and then the other one wouldn't be as bad. Do you know? Yeah, aren't they talking about doing that, staggering it back though so younger people go back to do shit first and then everybody else after that? Isn't that kind of the plan? Yeah, well, if you're junior leaving this year, imagine. Oh, yeah, but sure, I never did that in the first fucking place. That means nothing <laughs> to me. Like, you know, I can't, I, I, that, I'm so out of the loop with that, I don't even know what the fuss is about. Like, I would have thought, like, if it's news to me kids want to go back to school. Like, that to me is the most disturbing part of this whole thing. I'm like, kids like school now? When the fuck did that happen? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't I don't know if they like school, but like, I think maybe at this stage they're just so bored being at home that the only other option sounds like, yeah, I'll go to school. Do you know, but then there's kids who like are into studying and want careers and stuff, proper real ones, not like ours. Do you know what I mean? That like are working their arses off. And now kids. it's like, oh, you might do, well, no, as in like young adults. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, there was always weirdos like that in our school sometimes. Well, there's a few, maybe five. 
you know? Well, actually, one of them, one of them in our school, who was in my class, I've seen her a couple of, I've stayed in touch with her, but I've seen her a couple of times. She's like a, a consultant in James's and I've seen her on, I actually retweeted her that she, they're looking for PPE gear. Actually, speaking of which, yeah. I, fa- I found this group that I think you might be into. Really? Yeah. So there's, um, they're new enough on Twitter. Um, so they're a motorbike gang essentially, delivering PPE gear around the country. Oh, so it's, it's like a couple of lads, is uh, it? Co- well, I mean, it, that doesn't sound like the best name. Um, but they're called Bravo Charlie Tango. Um, and they're like a couple of hundred volunteers around the country and they're picking up PPE and dropping it to like nursing homes. Like they dropped one PPE mask to a doctor the other day. Just one. Yeah. Because that's all they had. But they're just a bunch of bikers just cruising around the country delivering PPE. So it's like if you have, I don't know, so say for instance, Joey in the garage had a box of masks. So he was like, look, I have a box of masks, have them, bring them to wherever you need to bring them to. But yeah, it's just like, so it's like a blood bikes except for PPE. Yeah, there's a few uh, biker groups like that going on a minute there's one of them that's dropping meals to people and there's another bike uh, bike group doing the same that they'll literally drop anything to anyone uh collect prescriptions and all that shit as well so there's a load of that going so it's on like literally like you're i know but i can't do anything i because i'm in a i'm sharing the gaff now uh i'm with, with me ma right and she's cocooning yeah so i can't go in, yes. i can't even go into a shop i can't go into a shop i can't uh, go fucking anywhere i can only go to work and back so how is, how is your mum coping with the cocoon? Because we oh, had some problems her head's at home. Done in, Jesus Christ! It's done in. Like it's just a oh, what a pox of a thing! Like to not even be allowed out of the gaff at all is driving her mental. And then not seeing the grandkids is really starting to grey. You know that yeah. way. And then only getting That's a visit when they happen to be driving past and they stand outside the window and wave in. Like fuck all of that. Uh, and and then not knowing oh. how long it's going to last for. And I can't see anything hot changing by the end of the year. I'm like the most negative person in the world when it comes oh, to this so now. you're so negative about it. Oh, I can't see anything changing. Like, maybe you'll be able to get your hair cut. It's the only thing I can think that's going to change by the end of the year. No, I hope that doesn't happen because I'm, I'm ordering clippers. One of our listeners is called James. He sent me a video on how to cut hair. So I'm like, I'm all teed up. I'm just watching Joey and I keep like saying things like, oh, your hair's getting very long. You should get that trimmed. And he's just looking at me because like, they go to the same, him and uh, Ushin go to the same barber as Denise. And I'm like, oh, I've watched Denise for years. I could do it. And you can see the look in his eyes of fear. But I'm like, the barber's probably won't open until next year. Just let me give me, just give me a shot. Just give me one go. So yeah, I want a shot at it. But <laughs> oh, you saw what I did to me here. Although you're, you're, <laughs> I was to say, you're uh, not in good shape. I fucked up, man. I got, I have a proper hair clippers, like. And uh, I right. did a two all over my head. I did a three first. It was perfect, right? I says, I got a bit shorter. So I did it too. And it was perfect. And then I took the block off it. And I started right. grooming the hairs hanging out of my nose. So I took all the hairs off hanging out of my nose. And then I realized there was a couple of little bushes sticking out of my ears. So I took the little bushes sticking out of my ears, right? And then I started trimming my locks a little bit. And then just in the middle of it then, when I was trimming my locks, just literally at the very end, I noticed there was a couple of hairs I missed in the center of my head. And I went, all right. And forgot to put the block on it and shaved the fucking stripe oh, out of the center Christ. of my head. So then I had to take it all the way down. So I looked like a maniac. I looked like a proper, like you know, like someone had hit me in the head with a hammer. And I needed to shave my head for an operation. <laughs> so I had to shave the whole lot off then. And now I'm walking oh, around my. looking like, like, like I look ridiculous. I look like a melon. I look like a really pale melon. Do you know those? Wrong. You know the way those people always go. Oh, but you look really lovely with no hair. Do you know the way like you say that to people? Yes, you go, oh, people but it really suits no you. Like they look like like Sinead O'Connor is beautiful with no hair. Some other actor, she had no hair and she was incredible as well. I I don't know. You just more thuggish. 
Yeah, I look. Yeah, I know. I mean, it suits. It weirdly suits you though. But I suppose just because you had so much hair before you did it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it like, suits me. Like hair. Like it'll grow back though. By the time, well, judging by your predict- predictions, it'll be grown back if we never get moved until December. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll have done it another five or six times by then. You know. No, we'll be moving by then. We what? I don't. I really don't think we will. I no, really we will. Don't think it. Like I think I think older people will be stuck. Like well, my mom, we had a problem. So I literally, so we we've been doing this since the school closed, right? Because I was like, in case the kids brought it home from school, I went, we'll just stay away for two weeks. And she that like, what's the worst that can happen? We'll stay away for two weeks. So like, had this like FaceTime with my mom and tried to explain. I was like, look, we're just not going to be in, but we'll come and say hi. But I can't come into the house and the, you can't touch the kids. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. And she was like, she kind of was a bit like, all right, whatever. I got off the phone, right, and like I sobbed. I was so sad, like yeah. just so upset about her. And then later that day, because we were still moving around, like this is like back in early March. Yeah, we're still moving around, and I drive by the hairdressers, and my mask car is parked outside the hairdressers, right? <laughs> so I ring my brother about an hour later when I'm coming back because the car's gone. I said, "I'm after Ma's car is parked outside the hairdresser." He goes, "I just met her in Super Value, chatting to everyone." Doing, I was like, "So I rang her then." I was like, "What are you at?" Yeah. And she was like, "Well, you just said you weren't coming in, but like, Mammy can't be going out and about." So she, she, <laughs> two days later, she rang me and she was like, "Well, I believe I'm under house arrest now." I was like, "Well, probably for the best," and then. Just before the lockdown came, I rang her and she answered the phone and she was in her car. And I went, what are you doing in your car? She was like, oh, such and such as husband went down and it's very important that they see you. So I just went down and stood at the back of the church. I'm like, you will be wiped out. You and everybody in that church. I know. So she was like, but she was like, she was there for me when your father died. I was like, I couldn't care less. Send her a card in the post. Get into the gaff and don't get back out. So yeah. we've had problems with her, to be honest with you. She like she's really struggled with it. But I keep I think though that older people aren't gonna be allowed out. No. I think we'll start to move around, maybe not getting locked in pubs. No, but we'll I don't definitely think, yeah. start to move around. No, we'll start to move around, but we it, like the whole mass anything where we get gather in a crowd is gone. Restaurants, gone. Pubs gone. That's disappointing. Sports gone. I really do think that they can't bring sports behind people. doors. The ga- the GA have said though that they're going to do it behind doors, haven't they? I don't know. Well, what, I don't well, they, know. They kind of initially ruled it out, but I think that then they went, "No, we might bring it back." Oh yeah. Well, I think Simon Harris has already said it today. Actually, that uh, sports are gone as far as crowds gathering anyway for the year. Well, now speaking of which, I have to say, Leo, my old neighbour, I think he's doing a tremendous <laughs> job. He is doing a tremendous job. This is, but it's disappointing in a way that him and Simon Harris are doing brilliant jobs, right? I think they really oh, are. Here's the caveat, but but doesn't it show that they could have done brilliant jobs with so many other things that they just chose not to over the last few years? See, I think that it. So, like, I just think we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago and we talked about Sinn Féin, is that there's just too much red tape. Like, it doesn't matter whether it's Sinn Féin or Finnegal or Finnefall, well, for the robbing and all that stuff but you know um, Detroit crew but all of those things aside I genuinely think that because there's just fundamentally felt like there was just so much red tape and there was civil servants and people were like it's more than my job's worth and I can't do that that it's taken this massive global pandemic to for people to go okay well actually we can do that like a one tier healthcare system which to be honest I like a private room I will say if I was you know obviously not in with corona but something small like appendicitis I would like my own space <laughs> yeah um, but other, you know, nothing, nothing serious, obviously. Um, but are the things like that that you kind of go, it can, it can all be done. Like it, it's yeah. terrifying that it can all be done. It can all be done. But they just, they just choose not to do it. 
Like, I honestly think if coronavirus only killed poor people, no one would give a shit. It would just give be like homelessness. Over. Stop. Yeah, I no. honestly think, I think it would be the same as homelessness. Everybody walking around just saying, oh, yeah, it's a shame. But nobody really doing anything. And like having long-term 50-year plans to try and make it marginally better. I think if, if I think the only reason no. people care about coronavirus is it do, it affects everybody. It doesn't care how much money is in your bank account. I honestly do really, I really believe that if it was just poor people that got killed, none of this would be happening. See, I think the problem is as well is that we're, it's going to be like for the older people for the next six months, it's going to be a massive, like I, I had this conversation with Joey the other day. I was like, I don't think like my mom's going to be allowed out of the gaff. Like I think she's just going to have to stay there. Just like because I'm, I, yeah. I I don't see an alternative. I know, do you know, I know, because even that I'm like, like how do you let her out? Like, because my mom be talking to people and touching things and yeah. be in their face and yeah. Same she'd mom. be a goner. And my mom's had a cough since 2002. <laughs> you know, like she's literally <laughs> yes. had a cough since 2002. She started coughing, right? That's 18 fucking years ago. So that is a serious underlying <laughs> health condition to be 83 years old and have a cough for 18 years. Like if she gets it, she's a goner. Um, but like, try saying it. Try, try, try telling her. You know, <laughs> they think that they, they think that they can live through anything. Although, in fairness, have you ever taken your temperature more? I feel like I'm in one of those oh, yeah. uh, American movies where the women are trying to conceive and they always take their temperature. I never understand what that's about. Like, but like, I spent a good week constantly taking Same my here. temperature, and Joey's like, "What are you doing?" Now. I was like, "I think I've yeah, I think I've, I've." And Joey had a cold, and I literally was going through my other house. I was like, "You can sleep in the garden in a tent." As it turns out, he just had a sinus infection because obviously he rang. The GP and the GP are like, none of them are any signs of the coronavirus. And Joe was like, he goes, you have a sinus infection? I'll get you an antibiotic, go uh, and yeah. collect it in the pharmacy. But did you so go it was like, well, I had him fully. But I think you do go through a mad period of thinking, you have, like you get a sore knee and you think that's the virus. That's the fucking 100%. virus. 100%. You, know? yeah. you go mad. I, I My tongue anyway. was sore. My thumb was sore and I was like, that's it, I have it now. Yeah, that's it now. That's the 100%. beginning of the aches and pains. That's the start of the fever. Starts in your yeah. palm, I heard. I read that in the Irish Times. You start going mad. You start talking. <laughs> no, you're talking about the mad shit. The scaremongering is my favourite. Some oh of the stuff, it's like God. I deleted my WhatsApp. brother's uncle, sisters. I see. Did you get? Is that why you got rid of WhatsApp? Yes. And also, the amount of people who went, is PJ gone off Twitter? Because Twitter's vicious. Yeah, Twitter's I got rid of Twitter gone. As well. Twitter. Oh, Fuck man. Fuck people Twitter. are angry on Twitter. People are so angry anyway. I was in the park yesterday, Will. I wasn't, it was in the park. Sorry, it was across the road from, on Bull Island, is right across the road from me. So I'm really lucky I have it, right? And I went down yesterday. Yeah, you have quite the view there. I do. I fucking do. I'm looking at the scene now talking. I'm so lucky I'm here. Jesus Christ. But I was there yesterday. And like, I went to a woman on the beach, right? Nice dog. I like your dog. And she goes, he's a fucking near you. Um, so she started shouting at me because she just assumed I was giving her shit. You know, she says, everybody's, so, everybody's so touchy all the time. You can see it on people. And like every cyclist I see, I want to smash his head into a wall. I'm there. You're not fucking in the 2K radius dressed in lycra, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, I get really touchy. I'm really, <laughs> we're all so fucking sensitive over things it's 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 mad so when you go on something like twitter where it's magnified even again and the likes of whatsapp I mean, too, people trying to scare you to death on whatsapp what's that about who are these fuckheads that make these fake whatsapps and send them around anyway so i got rid of the whole lot oh the stuff is mental although the, the horrible parts of it is because there's so much fake stuff going around joey's friend is a captain in the army like he's quite high up yeah. so he's actually be working for the actual irish army and like sometimes joey would walk and it got to a point so two i think two weeks ago joey's anxiety hit peak and then like about five days later my anxiety hit peak yeah. so we didn't do it at the same time because you can't yeah um 
but like he came in one of the days and he like literally his whole shoulders were down and stuff and I was like you're alright he's like oh I was just talking Riddles. to Barra there he, he goes it was just and I went are you just full anxiety he goes yeah and I said what did Barra say and then I went actually do you know what I don't want to know what he's doing or what he's building because it's I won't be able to pull you out of a hole so I'll just I'll just be fine in my world because up until at least 10 days ago I was convinced we were still going to Portugal to the apartment in August because it was the not. only thing I could do oh, yeah, yeah I swear it was the only thing. I know what you mean it was the only thing I could do and then I I tailed that back to Centre Parks I was like online going Centre Parks is still taking bookings for August we'll go to Centre Parks I'll take the hit we won't get out of Ireland so I'll go to Centre Parks and then like literally about four days ago, I hit my 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 Corona bottom. It was just like I was so down. I was yeah. like, I'll have no career out of this. I would, nothing is going to happen. Like other people are like learning Mandarin, teaching their kids yoga. You know, just for shits and giggles. I can barely get dressed and shower. Do you know? I know. Yeah. And I was like, and now I'll have no career. <laughs> Yeah. When I come out, it was yeah. like I was at that level. So I was like, so we've banned what, like any Twitter at nighttime is banned, any reading, anything. I don't even get the statistic at half five really now because I can't take it all in. Like, yeah, I know. I watch, I, I look at know. it like around midday, I look at the stuff been before and I don't look at it again for the day because it's so fucking depressing. Like it really is. You know, I'm with you on that. Like. Yeah, it, it is really depressing. So yeah, so on Twitter, actually last night I put on um, what like classic big movie had you never seen? Because um, I've never seen Jurassic Park. I've never seen loads of films because I don't like cinema, but I've never seen Jurassic Park yeah. and Joey had never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But you don't see the mad things that people haven't watched. Like E.T. How is somebody on the earth that never seen E.T.? I don't know. I really don't know. I have a bad relationship with E.T. though me. Uh, Dad's mate Tommy Nolan got a video player around to the house in 1983 to watch it. He had it on the pirate out of the back of a van and all the kids came around and uh, they wouldn't <laughs> fucking watch it, man. They kept running around and playing and eating chocolate uh, and I've never been able to get over it. I think that's why I hate cinemas in my 40s because fuck those kids. Little, you, little fucking pricks. You're like, can... sit down and watch. Yeah, I was like that. I was like, watch the fucking movie. You weren't invited over to run around eating chocolate at my party. You sit the fuck down. You watch the fucking movie. It's the little midget fella from space. I want you to enjoy. <laughs> I was so he just wants to go home. He just wants he want, to go home. He wants to go home and I want you to go home. You've ruined my birthday. That's. <laughs> oh, so what was that about? Literally about 40 years ago, you have an absolute freaker in your gaff. See, if only you yeah. knew that 40 years later, you'd be sitting at your, in your home going. Talking to you about E.T.? Yeah, pandemic. Top Gun is another one. Ghost. People haven't seen that. All of the Lord of the Rings. I've never seen any of those either. Yeah. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Um, there's mad ones that people haven't seen, and I love actually Stephanie Price replied and said all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. She's not bad. She's I haven't seen the She's Lion deadly. King. That's my big one that I've never seen. What? I've never seen the Lion King. I know that was popular as well. The first one or the second one? I haven't seen the second. Oh, I've never one. seen, I've never seen, seen the first one. I didn't know there was a second one. Have you seen? Yeah, seen the in, Tiger they just King, made it. I haven't seen the Lion King. Sorry, can we talk about the Tiger King? Yeah, I look like his husband now since I cut my hair. You do. I'm a fucking ring well, you have for his teeth, husband. Though. Yeah, I've got a full set of delts. <laughs> yeah. I look like his husband now. He has a full <laughs> set of delts. Yeah, now. Um, did you like the Tiger King? I, I hate it because obviously the animals thing that might upset I you. I know, but it was such amazing telly. Like I don't give a shit who you are. You <laughs> have to look at that and think it's the maddest load of bollocks you've ever seen in your life. Like it was ab- like every single. There's not one single redeeming quality in anybody in it. 
<laughs> Everyone in it's an asshole. And it just gets progressively worse episode to episode to episode. It's fucking wild. Thank God we had still it locked up. at the start of the pandemic to take our mind off the horror show. And he's still in fairness, up. it was good time. And yeah, he is. Because I thought he got out. I was like, I saw something on thing. And I was like, oh my God, he's out. Um, but then, but also like things like, if you haven't seen it, there's a couple of spoilers, obviously, in this conversation. But like his husband's, I was like, they're just drugged. He's essentially date raping those men. Oh, like yeah. oh. that poor young fellow was just off his head on meth, just wandering around, like shooting things. And then ultimately, obviously, but like... And he's just he's just walking around and just got more and more flamboyant. Actually, because I tried to watch the Louis through thing with him, but I actually was just all Joe out at that stage. Yeah. I was just like, I can't take any more of I'm Joe out. I'm, I'm keeping that one for another time uh, when I need it. <laughs> it's just bizarre. Uh, what are you watching on? Are you watching anything good on Netflix? What am I watching? Um, what am I watching? I think I, um, because I've sort of running out of shit, I sort of illegally downloaded some stuff, to be honest with you. Um, right, okay, good. Yeah, I had to do it. I couldn't, I couldn't. Take it, I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, I what was I? Do you know, I was, do you know, when I started, I, I thought I was gone. I, I went, I got lost the run of myself, right? I started getting into right. weird fucking um TV and music. So I saw this, there's this amazing show called Unorthodox on Netflix, right? Um, this is Ray, oh, I heard TV about show. this, yeah, it's amazing, right? Yeah, fantastic TV show, right? Uh, and it's all about the you know, the Orthodox community in Israel or in um New York. And then that led me right. to watching another one on Netflix called Shtiesel, right? And there's two series of this Israeli TV show on it called Shtiesel. It's all about that community. And it's not about politics, just kind of life in the community. And one of them wants to be an artist. It's like, so I got a, I thought I was getting real arty, so I did, right? And then I started listening to all these, <laughs> like this, the music, there's a, like the unorthodox is connected to all this classical music and shit. I started listening to all this uh, music that was way out of my normal zone, really arty shit, right? And do you know what? One song that I can't get out of my head ever since I got into Go on. it. Talking can, talking can make you stronger. Talking can, talking <laughs> can make us stronger. If you see something icky, oh, that makes you go, ooh, you know that? No matter what I do. It's for kids. Yes, yeah, for to kids. To keep them mentally yeah. stronger. The one that makes you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the one that makes you, like, you're, you know, be careful on the internet. Talking can, talking can make us stronger. Oh my God. So no matter strong. what I do, that's the fucking thing that keeps coming back to me in my head. Yeah, that's it. I thought, I was, I was trying to get real art. I actually saw you, you fell down a rabbit hole watching uh, old 80s movies oh, or whatever. Or 80s every night now. Songs. Every night now I watch 80s have you, videos. Have you, what's the one with the, um, is it Sledge? No, maybe not Sledgehammer. What's the one where they're all, they're all kind of mauler and they all like. That's Sledgehammer, yeah. You know, is that Sledgehammer? And then what about, which always, yeah, Peter Gabriel. And then um, I like one of the Michael Jackson ones where Bubble is in it, where he's on the roller coaster kind of going around. That's a real old one. I can't remember I can't what it is. what that one is. Um, and then um, Star Trek and Across the Universe. That reminds me of Classic Hits, that song, weird. <laughs> How it was ever in the playlist? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I remember. But it was on a it was on a high rotation. <laughs> it really was on a high rotation. <laughs> um. So yeah. So that's what you're do- doing at nighttime, watching. Yeah. Uh, I, I was doing. All oh the my god, sorry. You need to. Sorry, what? Which? I was well, all the two tone stuff to... I got into last night. The specials and madness and everything. I was all to get sucked into that last night. It was fucking great. That was birthday night. Right, so that was the big stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, keeping it all. You know, that I love, I love all that the stuff. Special. Oh my god, I was keeping it for a special occasion. That's my special occasion: drinking whiskey in bed, watching the fucking specials videos. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of drinking whiskey, your Cruffs, um, you watching Cruffs gargled is one of the great. You should have saved it in your highlights for on for a blue day because 
that that was great. Oh, I know. I've been asked now. I've actually seen something since we were talking about it, I think, on the podcast. Where were we talking about on the podcast? I can't remember. We never got to talk about it. I was texting you while you were uh, well, around the time we were oh, doing right. it. We were laughing, but, but we were due to talk about it on the podcast. But then obviously you thought you had a temperature. And so we can't. That's right. I was in the middle of anxiety meltdown thinking I had the virus. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. That is right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been getting so many requests to do drunk commentary on things. People want me to do drunk commentary of all GAA matches. People want to do drunk Brilliant. commentary of um, the Eurovision, but that's not happening. Um, so I'm getting asked yeah. to do loads of drunk commentary. Like, who, who knew that it that was going to be a request? The, the Cruffs the Cruffs thing was the funniest ever. And then you think the wrong, you thought the wrong dog had won it. The, poo, or the no. poodle had been robbed and you like literally flipped. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because I called the winner. I knew that the dog deserved to win her. And I, then they called the second place and I thought it was the winner. I was jarred. And I got really upset over it, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think you should definitely do more of those. <laughs> yeah, there's just nothing to comment on now. That's the only thing. There's like literally nothing. Happening. You could do the late late show. I don't think your sister would appreciate it's like I don't know if you could be nice, but you could do the late. Have you not been asked to be on the late yet? Because they're like they're trying everything now. No, they have to get people in no, for the late late. Yeah, I suppose I'm not very Corona no, friendly. Like, what am I going to talk about? Though? Like, I'd be like this. I'd be on saying to everybody I was just freaking out and giving them worst case scenarios. Because that's the way I handle, like, anxiety. I can't fucking deal with, you know, maybe next week. I can't handle that. Like, or maybe in three days, or maybe they'll do this in a few days. Like, that makes me go into absolute, complete and utter despair. Whereas if you tell me it's going to be a year of fucked, I go, grand, I can do a year of fucked. I can't do a week, but I can do a year. I can do a year, no problem. But, because I got a plan then. It's weird, though, because I've, I've, I've really realized, so I kind of had a bit of an idea of how much of a control freak I was, right? Like, I, I get it. Like, I get I'm a bit of a control freak and I like things planned out. But this is, like, as I was saying, like, about four days ago when I hit my wall, I literally was like... Oh, Joey walked into the kitchen I was crying against the fridge and it wasn't a food related issue it was just me crying just and he was down, like yeah. what's happened like I just had like I literally was like couldn't be in good form like I was like I'm not drinking alcohol for the next couple of nights I was like I can't deal I just I was like I've never felt anxiety like yeah. it and it was really funny because in the beginning everyone was just talking about anxiety and it's like people who suffer from anxiety regularly and people who have depression or mental health issues it's now a much deeper level because every single one of us are feeling it. Like every single one of us is feeling the worry and the despair. And it's like on a Sunday night, Joey and I sit and we go through our phone and I go, right, I've got to do this, this and this these days. And you pick a bushing this day. My mom's picking a bushing this day. I'll drop off this day. And it's our lives were seven days a week, just jammers, yeah. like absolutely jammers. Like we were flat out. I actually said to Sherry about like before it happened. I was like, Jesus, where does this stop? Like Ocean was invited to like two and three parties every weekend. It was just it was manic, right? And then everything stopped. And I Joey was like, I was so I'm crying in the kitchen and Joey's like, What like what what are you afraid of? Like what's because he expected me going like the people dying, getting it. He's like, What are you afraid of? And I was like, There's nothing to look forward to. <laughs> I have no plans. And I like I I'm genuinely was just like, nothing. We have no future plans. I'm not going to Portugal in August. I was like, I can't go to Centre Parks. <laughs> I'm not going on holidays. Yeah. I was like, I have nothing to look forward to. And I kind of had felt that like, 
January through to April, I was hustling the shit out of work. Things were starting to look like they were going to fruition. And now it's like, and then you see other people are all like, you know, I don't know, they're on on Insta Live doing art classes and all. And I'm just sitting at home eating, just going to having the motivation to go have a shower. No, yeah, yeah. You don't, yeah. It's like so bored. You want to do something, but so bored you actually can't do anything. You know, people are like, oh, I'm doing the I'm doing the Corona ab challenge. I'm like, fuck, oh, fuck off. off. Doing a fucking fuck ab off challenge. with your Corona ab challenge. There's all these and there's this 5K run challenge thing. That oh, if doing. anybody, if anybody tags me in that, they can fuck off because that's literally <laughs> sending me to a hospital. Right? <laughs> that's putting my life in danger. Yeah. I think it's putting like me it's into it's a 5K I know challenge. It's, it's let's put, let's literally putting my it. life I know loads of people are, and I and I'm delighted for them. Like there's plenty of people on Instagram I can't even look at now because I'm sick of seeing them working out. I'm sick of seeing them doing yoga and I'm watching them from like my bed or sitting on the floor. And then you see other people because I have kids, right? The whole level of parent shaming in this coronavirus, it has taken like it is really ramped up a notch, like really ramped up. They're all like I put a star chart on the wall because I was just like, you'll lose a star if you start being dickheads. <laughs> and uh, I got a- an ABC chart because I didn't know what to teach Hannah. She's a Montessori. She'll be all right. And uh, I was like, I bought two little tables from Prop Me Up. Actually, just more for Ushing from a sensory point of view because he's got a weak course. I was like, of course he does. Um, so we'll sit him on the chair or whatever. And then I was just like, what What do you what do you do with them? And then people are putting up Instagram going, so we've had our breakfast at half past eight and at nine o'clock we're starting maths and after maths we're going to do Irish. And I'm like, then. meanwhile, my three and five-year-olds now have uh, like American accents. Like my daughter refers to things like vacation. Oh no. Can you go online and buy that for me? Oh, because they, they're just watching so much like yeah you know i shouldn't be saying it but they're watching so American much YouTube. Shite. yeah of course they are yeah. yeah but it just it's i'm exactly like you which i which i never would have thought i was but it's like i need to know time frames it's the lack of knowing that come may 5th where it's going to be or where yeah. we're going to be or what does our new what does our new world look like do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I, it's 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 mental. That's why I kind of have to change gear and say, "This is it." I can deal with this is it, but I can't deal with what, what what's got what's going to happen. I can't deal with. Like I can't say I can't sit down and go, "Well, today I'm all right," but what's going to happen tomorrow? I can't fucking live like that. But if I just go right, everything's fucked mm-hmm. for a year, and I make that decision in my head, I can. I'm all right. <laughs> like I, I, yeah, I, that's true. And I, yeah, I miss McDonald's as well. Yeah, I, I was thinking of you. When they closed McDonald's, I was thinking of oh. it. Hopefully that opens I brought up. the kids up straight away. Straight away. Yeah. I brought McDonald's. As soon as I heard, I was like, we're going to McDonald's today. The, and Joey and Joey does that thing where I was like, I'm bringing the kids to McDonald's. Do you want to come? And he's like, oh, I might spin up with you. And I was like, okay. So I went down and collected him from the garage and he came up and uh, he was like, this queue's going to be insane. And I was like, I couldn't care if we have to queue for two hours. We're getting chicken nuggets today because they're not going to see one for God no. I thought like, oh, they won't see one for a couple of weeks. Like little did I know. But loads of other restaurants are open. I don't understand why McDonald's don't open for delivery. I don't, yeah, I don't get that either. I don't, I like it, that's the sort of shit like that's the sort of shit that would make me happy I'm, I'm like I'm 100% at, like like you in this right when this started I was all right I'm gonna have a plan now I've no kids I've no shit I've no hardships like so, I'm, so this should be easy for me but you not refer but, to Ocean as Hannah's hardships well I, I guess that just says more about me than it does about my attitude <laughs> than it says about anyone else yeah, so. I call them fucking <laughs> I call it pain the fucking hell but that's okay go on but uh, yeah so when this started I was like I'm gonna do my homework out and I'm going to be fucking cooking all the time. I might actually have stuck to that. I'm going to read books. I'm going to read a book a week. I'm going to do all this. And for the first two weeks, I did it. And then I realized I'm hating this. 
I'm fucking hating it. Bouncing around me garden like a fucking Egypt doing squats. I'm not doing this anymore. This is a lot of box. I'm not, I'm missing the gym does not mean I'm making up for it by running around me garden. I'm, it's, I'm not, I'm not enjoying it. And then I was just realizing all I, I'm, I'm better off vegetating and getting fat and forgiving myself for it, to be honest with you. I'm having a much yeah. better time realizing that, yeah, I'm, I'm kind fucking of a bit exploding like in my trousers. I'm getting unfit, but it's a fucking global emergency and I don't have to be hard on myself while this is happening. I have, I have, a, I have a whole life of beating myself up to look forward to when this is over. I'm <laughs> fucked if I'm doing it now. Like, See, this is the thing though. It's like, it's like where you, so I think like really good things will come out of it, but then there's just all the mad shit that, that of like, if I will emerge from this and people will be like, oh, well, she went heavy on the pandemic and by heavy, it would just mean a lot of food. And then there'll be other people going, yeah, I did the 30 day ab challenge and they're the, they're the dickheads I'm going to cut out of my life. I think that this is a good, not in a death way, but like as in just knowing who your people are, culling process. Yeah. Because if you're coming out of this with it, with, with abs, learning that that you're a yoga zen master like there's people turning up the heat in their sitting rooms to do fucking bikram yoga they need yeah. to piss off yeah like they have no part of my life I think they're great. game I'm, over yeah i think they're great doing what they're doing but it's not something i, I think want they're to be wonderful doing. but yeah. from, i just don't think that going forward in life we're compatible yeah well, here's a question for you then right you know now that you've gotten philosophical yeah. i have a question for you right you know everyone's saying right yeah um getting back to normal i can't wait till it gets back to normal right well how much back to mm. normal do you want to go like, do you want to go back? I just to the way all it I wants? want, literally, no. And we we've had this. I'm like, literally, I want to hug my mom. I like, I'm, I'm, Jesus. I would never admit it to her, but like, I miss my mom. I would like someone to be able to babysit my kids so I could get the fuck away from them for a night, just to not have to do bedtime. Like, they're absolutely up their walls all day. We just live on this, like, from half past seven in the morning till eight o'clock in the evening, and then they go to bed and the house goes quiet. And I've no motivation to do a Joe Wicks. I just think about the rosé in the fridge or what I'm going to do next. So someone to mind my kids and hug my mom realistically. And, like, I'd like to have it as some shape of a career. I don't know what that yeah. is, though, anymore. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what, like, what, what is, what, like, obviously, like the podcast, I, I love doing the podcast. So I'm like, yeah, if we can flit along and do our podcast in a safe social distance. Yeah. Um, but like, I, you know, or do a radio show where you don't have to see people, you know. But yeah. like, I know. Other than that, I'm all right for going to a pub and people slobbering all over you. I'm all right for that. I didn't like it particularly before. Like, I wasn't socially great before do you know what i mean like yeah well uh, i like my own company to? like jesus christ yeah. well i suppose jesus yeah to you what well what about you what what do you what are your like what would well, you like yeah, it to look well, like certain things i've realized like about myself with it is that like i am uh I, I've, I've like the fact that i've come off so much social media i really want to keep that happening like i want to stay where i'm mm-hmm. not glued into the screen i'm reading i'm, I'm after reading a fucking uh, a couple of books I'm mad into. I want to keep doing that. And then... Uh, what did I, you read? Uh, Wolf Hall and Bring Up the Bodies. It's by this woman called Hilary Mantel. And it's amazing. It's like, um, it's all based on like the Tudors and Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn and everything. But it's written oh, like okay. it's Game of Thrones. Like it's written like a, it's, it's a fiction based on real characters. It's fucking brilliant. It's, okay. like Game of Thrones. it's amazing. Uh, and I want to keep doing that. And then like... Uh, I definitely don't. I never want to work as much as I did. Now I want to have be. This is real. Be careful what you wish for, because if I lose my job over all this, I'll be bollocks. But I never want to go back to that level where I'm working all the time. I don't want to do that anymore. You see, yeah, you were, you were like, especially 
18 into 19, you worked obscenely. Well, like, I went a bit stupid, Obscenely, yeah. yeah. Like, but but even that, like, but I get, like, the fear of a free, as a freelancer. Yeah. Like, I've never, like, literally, we had to have a fucking household budget meeting three weeks ago. Like, there was nothing in me wanting to, I should have married yeah. somebody really rich, right? <laughs> should have never married somebody, yeah. like, on a basic, right? Because... <laughs> I'm freelance so that I can be creative, but I don't earn very much money being a voiceover artist. Fucking surprise, surprise. Um, and, you know, even though Joey runs a garage, he ain't bringing in the millions either, right? So we had to sit down and have those really serious conversations about, right, do we need to freeze our mortgage because obviously the garage isn't going and pay cuts and all that kind of thing or whatever. So we're having those conversations. And then obviously there's like, everybody's getting hit left, right and centre. I didn't know if I'd still have a voiceover job, whether that would be gone. So it's like, Joey's like, right, well, this is what the way we have to do it. And I like had to adhere to the household budget. But the problem in all of that is, is that I'm online shopping quite a lot. But you see, I forget that Joey's going to be here. So like at half past eight every morning, there's a bang on the door and Joey went, that could not be another fucking parcel. I was like, I've no idea. I've no, maybe it's a press drop. There's not been a press drop in six weeks which I miss terribly yeah. <laughs> so uh, like things like that that I go like the fr- being a freelance is terrifying like because you you want yeah. I want work to come in but I just say no to work you're never yeah. going to work again that's the problem you get into that loop would you like to do stand up again no I fucking don't like stand up like I mean I, I probably will have to do what about virtual st- what about virtual stand up that like people can pay and you could just do your gig and they could watch it online no I don't know I'd be a bit weird about that now to be honest with you like I mean I'd like- but I think everybody could be doing something like that yeah I don't know now I'd feel a bit weird about that now um, to be honest what making actual money for a service yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I mean, uh, hopefully I get to keep the job I have for a while. You know, that's the main thing. Uh, I think so. I think radio, and by the way, like, fair play. Yeah, I think fair play, because I think with radio, like yourself and Jim, and like I know in Today FM and stuff, I think, because we obviously had spoken about it, because it, for all of us, like, I, obviously I'm a voiceover for a radio station, I do but a cover. It became, for, for like, everybody working which just became really scary, a really scary place or whatever. But the one thing about radio, I think, is that it's gone back to its truest form. I've noticed that with you and Jim as well, is that people trust radio. Like, they trust in that. Yeah, big time. That, like, it's like, a, my mom takes her content from the radio. She doesn't do WhatsApp or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's her comfort. She'd listen to Ronan Collins all day. And I think that that's amazing for radio. I know, obviously, financially, in terms of revenue, it's very low. But once it's bumped up by the government, I think... If you get out, if we get out the other side in three months' time, I think actually, when people advertise in three months' time, the audience that would be there would never have been there in January. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. It's say like you're speaking to a whole new bunch of people like that, and you like you said yeah. that, that trust thing is huge. Like, like you're really starting mm. to see it more and more with people that text into radio station and all now as well. It's like people really depend on what you're taught. Like, they're really depending on you to sort of help them get their day started. It's a uh, you know. And that's, yeah. that's something that's very special about And that's just, it's a good time you guys are on. Hmm? That's good about the time oh, that yeah. you guys are on now as well, because it's that it's that bit of the morning that you're starting your day because it's different to them. The landscape's different than it's ever been before. And it's like you're starting that day. And because I listen to German Dave and like that when it's like you get the little bits that you need, but it's not all consuming. Do you know what I mean? That like, yeah. you, you, but you know, but it is because everything else feels a bit like, yeah, oh, a, here, you know, like, here's I, what's happening. Yeah, you know what I mean? I can't so, listen to news talk anymore. Like, because I just, I, I, my fucking virus barrier just has to be built and left there because it's too much, man. It's too much. 
and there's so many dooms it was a lot studies and all of this shite like and every so often just as soon as you calm down you you read another article in the fucking paper or online that's another study has been done that says yeah oh you can get it three or four times or you can catch it off a cat's ass or some fucking thing you know there's every (laughs) keep making it worse and worse it keeps changing and i got i get you get a bit of calm and you go like i kind of got a bit of calm and i was like had a really positive night and i was like this is fucking grand like this is all like we're grand we're in our own little family or whatever it's grand and then literally something happened the next day i read something and that just sent me into an out and out spiral i was like well that's the end of it we're all doomed everybody's gonna die forget about it there's no point in even trying don't get dressed just forget you know because but it is it's like it goes from one to the other so I, i'm the same i've kind of really limited what i need to know and but then you and every so often you just hear a horror story and i'm like i can't you need to stop telling me those things just tell me good news only yeah. although in fairness joey met his neighbor at his mom and dad's and uh, he's like he's a consultant he like ran one of the biggest ho- hospitals in dublin and he's will be on a medical board and he said like about four days ago very matter of fact he doesn't mess around he's just like we have it under control he was like we have a crisis in our in our nursing homes and in our hospitals but we have in terms of a virus he was like we're leading the way and i'm sorry if you're listening in in the uk or america but i, I read their it, shit like, and, like absolutely shit myself yeah well, that's why i'm worried and i know a lot of people are zone. listening there so i don't want to be like yeah but I, they can't come in ever again we we ever never happened i know but i am worried about the brits as well and that's one of the things like if uh, because they were really late to the party with getting their shit together and that's why they have a much bigger problem than we have uh and if we go in any way quicker than them in recovering and opening the shit up we're gonna have uh british people arriving in and you know wanting to go to the pub and uh, all of that sort of stuff, and that's that 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 causes problems again for everybody, you know. Like that's that, and, that, and that's it. It's 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 the weird thing is do we keep everything shut and just like do we just island ourselves in? I think you have to be a bit like you're not speed. our problem. Yeah, we have to go. To, well, we can't island ourselves in because the border, you know, up north they can like. So we yeah, have, and that's the thing. So we're even on a different yeah. scale to them, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We're like so we have to move at the same speed of recovery as the Brits, even if we're ahead of them. Because otherwise, it, it'll all get fucked up. Well, they're very slow. I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to boo boo. <laughs> actually, speaking well, of which, yeah, we might just... actually be able, because this is all going on. We might be able to get Christopher on this podcast now because he's at home doing fact. Oh all yeah, well in between doing his radio show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Now that we have this this super Zencaster, um, two things before we go because we've had this has been actually fairly. This has gone surprisingly well. Um, so we might actually continue to do this. Oh, why um, not? One is my love for Miggle D. Higgins is oh, he off the charts. He's, his birthday is the same day as yours. Yeah, I know the little shy trying to steal my thunder. Did you know that? Yeah, I, I try not to mention it because, you know, the day should be all about me. <laughs> should be, true. Um, and I like that people are meeting him in the Phoenix Park. I wish I lived near so I could go and be like, hey, bestie, how's things? But obviously I've pledged my allegiance very much to Leo. My mom was telling me loads of Leo stories the other day about the night his sister was born and about his mom and dad and how proud we all are and little did we know he'd be leading the country Mary Lou hasn't been around much your people um, uh, other I'm than disappointed that. in all of them to be honest with you as well like you know it's not a time <laughs> they just threw stones yeah, really, really didn't like, they I, like right now it's it's okay to fucking say that a good job is being done it doesn't really matter who's doing the good job is my feeling on it and standing at the sidelines Cursing people now is a, is not a good idea. I'm not happy with that from anybody. Standard behavior. <laughs> I'm, I'm not into Speaking that. Speaking of all. which, if they 
the the if the I was saying to Jerry, I was like, because obviously I don't like change. We've all established that. I'd like Leo to stay on as Taoiseach. And then if they want to hand it over and Mary Lou had a shot at it or that, whatever. But obviously, they won't probably won't be with the government. But I wouldn't be mad about it. What's his name? Martin. Mike Michal Martin or whatever. But I'd like Leo to stay on. I'd like Simon to stay on as it is at the moment. I think we need them. Yeah, I think we... Do. I, what I'd like to see happen is uh, they form a government now and then have another election when this is over. That's a good idea. That's what I'd like to see That's a happen. very good idea. You know, just like... God, that's the most sense I've heard, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sp- speaking of elections, something that I really wanted to talk about on the last podcast, but we obviously, because you had a temperature and anxiety, um, which was probably causing the temperature, um, was that I was really looking into how does one become the mayor of Dublin? It might be something I look into later in life. I just I just didn't know how you were mayor of Dublin. I think I saw that the mayor of Dublin was finishing up and I was like, how do you become mayor of Dublin? It's something I think I'd like. He always has good seats in Crow Park. So obviously it's pointless to us at the moment. <laughs> yeah, you have to run for council first. Oh, do you? Yeah, you have to be a councillor. Oh, no. You have Full to be a city councillor. And then once no. you're a city councillor, then your city council buddies, they vote you to be mayor. Well, so you have to like listen to people with problems and stuff. Yeah, you have to. Own. You know, you have to do all of that shite. Yeah, no, you have to be an elected councillor first. And anyway, I don't think you you you'd oh. be allowed. You're not in Dublin officially anymore, are you? You're South Dublin County Councillor, yeah. Oh, I don't know what we. Fa- I fall under the people who none of them I voted for. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you're far enough so south I, that you're not in in officially Dublin, um, for the. Sorry, that's that's racist. It's not. I don't know what the there. actual word is for, but because I don't. Who you? I don't know who it is, but so, I have a mayor out. So could I be the mayor out here? Like, yeah. could, I, could I call myself the mayor of like South Dublin Twelve? Of South Dublin, yeah. And like, there's a Dunleary. I wonder if there's somebody. Well, is but. there someone there? Hmm? Oh my god, this makes sense. So there's a girl I met, a woman I met, who she's a Fine Gael councillor, Vicky Cassery, and she is a lord. She, I just thought she wore a necklace. I didn't realize that she was actually like. Oh, I have to talk to her. She's not in my constituency either, but I'll find out who is around here and ask them what the crack is. Although I don't want to help people locally. Do you know, like at that level? <laughs> I have a funny feeling this is going to happen for you. <laughs> so, but you know, like when people, you know the way they you have clinics and people, because any... <laughs> tickets to games that aren't even going to be played. <laughs> is that not why everybody goes? No? Is that not why you get the job? So that you get. So if you don't get the city centre mayor, there's no point because I want the big gaff with the crib at Christmas. You can knock next door for a pizza and fire and then you have a nice chain. Yep. Oh, and you get to do the, the Patrick's Day Parade in a nice carriage. And you get like 500 kegs of free Guinness to give away. Well... I'm all right with the Guinness. Like, if they could provide that in rosé. And also, there's because everybody now, the weather's been good. Everyone's jumped on the rosé bandwagon. Back off, bitches. All right. I've been here all year round. And now the little bit of sunshine, they're all legging it to Super Value to get rosé. And they'd none of my rosé. And that Whispering Angel is absolute piss. Oh, you were 17 going on. quid or 40 quid a bottle. Yeah, you were 40 giving... quid a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fucking hangover. So I'll have to look into the Lord Mayor thing, but it's not looking good. Okay, well then I need to find another career that I can get tickets to Crow Park. I could have a shot in a carriage maybe, like so I could be like but it's the princess. Um, guy, I think it's literally the Dublin City Mayor gets all, like that's the sort of figure head spot, if you know what I mean. Like I don't think the mayors Sure, what's the point the then? councils get the, the, all, the same levels of looked after. You know, they don't get the mansion house and they don't get the free Guinness and it's just, uh, they just Seems speak. pointless head of their own council, their own specific council, you know, like Fingal. I'm sorry, that seems like a really pointless, oh, sure, what are we doing out in Fingal? Oh, well, should they have, they have their own crisis now at the moment. Is Fingal where Keelings are? 
Yes, it is. Yes, it is where Keelings is. Yeah, we're all, uh, yeah. Oh, that was fucking amazing, wasn't it? What a scandal that was. How badly handled was that? Yeah, but you see, the thing about it is, is there's two, isn't there two like thinkings on that? Is that they're they didn't tell the government, obviously. They brought them in. They've been, they were checked before they came in. They're going to quarantine. They're going to sort of lock down for 14 days and then they'll just go out and pick. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Like, you kind of go, right, that all makes sense. And then you just have the mad hatters. Yeah, as usual. Like, Gemma Doherty. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. As usual, the two sides that are screaming at each other are not just decided not to listen to each other. So we need food. So we need frontline workers making the fucking food. So if you can't get workers yeah. to do the job in Ireland, you have to get them from abroad. Uh, and then, uh, you know, there's no there's no way around that. And then you get the right wing nutters that think nobody, like nobody should be allowed into Fingal but them. It's always, it's amazing why the master race are such goofy looking cunts as well. Um, also, <laughs> so, so, then, but the, so we needed to get people in, but it was just handled so badly. Like why they didn't, do it with the government involved or get guidance from the HSE or why didn't do something like that rather than just chartering a flight full of Bulgarian ads. I, I, yeah, I, think, I think just getting a, a, yeah, a Ryanair flight coming in, 140 people coming in at the same time and someone with a clipboard going, right, follow me <laughs> to your future. It do, It's like, it's not, I like, because it, it, like, and I did it, like it, I saw it the other night on Twitter and somebody tweeted it, but it was real like, it, like that stuff that you buy into. And it was like, look at this, 150 people arrive and never vetted, they're going to do whatever. And instantly I was like on a jump on board and only Joey's a bit level-headed than I am. And Joey was like, just, hold your horses there before you start jumping on shouting and and then like within 10 minutes it was like well no it was just because they didn't tell the government what was going yeah, on and you just know handled really which is really ideal as usual and yesterday nearly <laughs> yesterday got strawberries and fresh fruits because he's like making smoothies again one of those people um but they were from Keelings and like he came in I was like get them out of the house like joking obviously I was just like no they're lovely and fresh and their colours always very good and they've been well picked like but yeah it's, there's and all that stuff like, there's kind of there's comedy in the madness of like when it's not the sadness like there's comedy in the madness of people going around and the shit people are doing and how we're all losing our head but then actually the overwhelming soundness of people is deadly I love how sound some people are being to each other yeah yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a, like that's you that's, don't oh. get it. You're like, no, they're not. No, no, yeah. I'm actually. Do you know what I'm doing? I'm reflecting, thinking how right you are because I'm such a, a negative looking bastard when I want to be. Like I'm looking out and saying, cyclists fucking shouldn't be out there doing the bleed. You know, I'm doing all of that sort of shit, and I'm saying, stand away, me, you bastard. You know, a fucking vulnerable person in the house. You know, I'm getting, I'm getting all wrapped up on these little things. And you're right though. That's the main. What's actually that's the small minority of people. Whereas most people, like sixty thousand Irish people volunteering for the HSE and all that sort of stuff you know most people are being fantastic like they are and like you just look at communities and people dropping stuff up off and yeah people checking in on people and like the post I loved the postcards we got our postcards and I sent them but never expected to get one and we the kids got them back and I was like that from the post um post kind of nearly pushed me over the edge and <laughs> Just little things that you go, oh, like fundamentally when we're sound to each other, we're very good at it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Very true, yeah, very true. Like we're actually really good at being sound to each other, but it's just, there's always pockets of absolute shit bags, but they're there anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like they're, they're the ones like, I I will, I will be really honest and admit there have been times that I've gone, well, I hope they fucking get it now. They'll fucking know all about it. Oh, they yeah. get it. Oh, you yeah. know. I think we all know a couple yeah. of them. We all know a couple so of them. So this is the new, it's like, <laughs> Instead of wishing the plague on people, you wish the coronavirus on them, which is really cruel, isn't it? You shouldn't do that. Don't do that. Be, be nice. Be safe. 
I don't do that. Obviously, I don't oh, do yeah, that. No. Right, well, we've been off for nearly an hour. Yes. Right, fucking hell. We just did a podcast. Um, have you any more? Bur- have you any- we just did a podcast. Um, we may do this again. Yeah, I think so. Why not? Now, now that it's all back and running and we're not having um, anxiety attacks every five minutes or I'm not anyway. Uh, just every five days. Did I tell you it would be easy? Yeah, you, well, you did. Yeah, in fairness to you, you did. You did say it was going to be easy and it was much easier than I even thought it was. See, there you go. So that means that we can do it again. Yay. Right. Well, happy birthday, birthday boy. Yeah, thanks very much. And uh, good to chat to you again. Holy shit. It's been a it's been a while. It's been ages. When was the last podcast we put out? Roz's podcast was out there. Um, That was the last one we put out, which was a brilliant podcast. Yeah, she's very good. Yeah, she's deadly. So she is. She's Um, great as well to follow on Instagram um, for the good news in the pandemic as well. She does it every day. Oh, I like that. That's good. Yeah, it's what you want. You want people spreading good. I think there needs to be more of that. I know, like, Ireland or or RT are doing, like, Ireland on call. But I think we need, like, a show that's, like, a, like a bit of like a bit of stand-up. Or a bit, actually, Darren from Kite, are you there? Let's go and pitch Diversion and make, like, a, something that comes on once a week that's good news or has a bit of stand-up in it. People need something. Yeah. That, you yeah. can socially distance make a show. Look at you, I like, I'm not doing it. I want to stay in my gaff. <laughs> um, you can socially distance do a show that has a bit of, do you know what I mean? Like, like the late, late, in fairness, like, they're kind of doing a good job. You know what I mean? I but it, it, it can be, be quite so- somber. Because like, it's, uh, yeah. Have no, I haven't. Like, I'm, I'm really trying not to watch anything at night. That <laughs> gives me a negative buzz. And I know it's not negative TV. It's just, I just, I just, I don't want to be hearing about uh, this fucking virus. Fair, it's going to be pretty. Yeah, it can be pretty. But that's what I'm saying. So there, like, there's nothing being made that's not about the virus. Yeah, nothing. Like at night, you know what I mean? Like it's like the Tonight Show with Ivan and Thing, like with like people on telling us that like someone ringing a bell and telling them we should all have bells around our neck, put black things on our doors with the plague. And then the other side of it is, is that it's just news. Like, but there's there's literally or then or you have Ireland on call, but there's literally nothing be made on television at the moment. That's just that you could watch in the evening and just go, yeah, that's a bit of a laugh. Yeah, I know. Like even even like Gogglebox should do Gogglebox like of all good stuff, but now like, do you know what I mean? Go, uh, Gogglebox now, like watch of what like what? Yeah, but like slagging in... off pandemic television. <laughs> no, that would work. I don't know how catchy people would be. The death <laughs> toll is seven hundred and ninety-two. All that gas. No, but even like you know the way they do the the Gogglebox ar- Gogglebox archive. I see. I don't know about letting people into your house to record. Anyway, look, I'll have to work on the mechanic of the show. Yeah. But what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> fundamentally it's all good right well listen um, a happy birthday to you yeah thanks very much um, I'll chat to you next week maybe if, if we can do this again yeah yeah definitely do yeah yeah deadly now we've recorded it it now has to go to Alan in uh, in head stuff yeah so he'll put it together and then it'll go out so hopefully it's, it's of all right quality and if someone if it's if it's not up to normal quality don't tell me like I don't want don't at me <laughs> I we do. won't go back let to the, know the, for sure. the one of the book <laughs> Definitely let her know. <laughs> oh, uh, right, so that's that's the Dublin podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, tell your friends. And by the way, thank you to Darren in the Sunday World because he, he we were in there last week. Who was? Well, yeah, we were. We were, Dublin. Oh, yeah, we were. No, sorry, yeah. yeah, but who was? I thought you meant you were in the office. Yeah, I know, yeah. Thanks, William Moss. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. Oh. Right, peace. Thank you for listening. Yeah, good luck. Take care. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.